Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, so last week we got a call, and it was, we were actually talking about something else, but a guy in the middle of the call, near the end of the call, a listener named Jordan said, hey, by the way, I was on Fandle, and Dan Campbell was... 200 to one to win NFL coach of the year. So I put 10 bucks down on hoping to win two grand. We're like, well, it's actually not a bad, not a bad bet. Um, Cause Dan Campbell checked a lot of boxes that would, would go towards winning coach of the year. And it's, I've always been shocked at when like Nick Saban wins a coach of the year award and you see it's only the second time he's done it or the first time he's done it or Belichick or whatever. And these guys, they've won them. Get, don't get me wrong. They have won them, but you always think, well, they're always got the best teams. How come they don't win, win it every year? And it's because a lot of times these awards go to the coach that took a team that not much or nothing was expected of and takes them to great heights. And so you don't have to necessarily win a championship. If you're expected to win five games and you win 10, you become a strong candidate for coach of the year. So we, we met, you know, Jordan mentioned that on the air and I immediately, my fan do a logged on and put a dollar down as, as one would do and thought, man, eh, that's worth a buck. <laughs> and they went out and won. Well, not only that, I shouldn't even say, and then they went out and won. Within 20 minutes, he went from 200 to 1 to 100 to 1. And by the end of the show, he was 50 to 1. Yeah, people kept texting us, hey, and hey, I can't get 200 to 1. Uh, you know, he's off the board right now because they're redoing the odds. Then when it came back on, it was like 150 to 1 or 100 to 1. And then 50. And as time went on during the show, the, the odds just kept getting worse or better, depending which you know which way you're looking at it. And people couldn't get the same 200. This is within one show. This is when, when it's, it was the second half of a show, even. Yeah. We, we, we drove the odds. The people out there. It's the people. You guys, you, guys, you guys really leaned into it, man. And We did this. We, we did All this. All of us. We did this collectively as a group. And I remember counting up when he was 201. He was like the 17th favorite to win coach of the year. Yeah, right in the middle. Yeah, and we're like, actually, this is kind of a good value play. And um, he's now 12 to 1 and is the second favorite behind Nick Sirianni of the Philadelphia Eagles. But Campbell is tied with Robert Sala. And again, these are two coaches that took teams that not much was expected of, and they're both battling to go to the playoffs. And they both kind of, to get it done, kind of need a win this Sunday. So Sala, the coach of the Jets, they're on the outside looking in, right? They they just got knocked out, correct? Are so. they loitering? They're lo- 
<laughs> you see that graphic? <laughs> they're loitering. They, they replaced In the Hunt with loitering. It was hilarious. Who did that? Seriously? Yeah, Somebody did NBC. that? That's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, the Jets are 7-6, and six, which is tied with New England for the last playoff spot, but they lose tiebreakers. Um, New England wins a tiebreaker over the Jets based on a head-to-head head to head win percentage. And the Chargers also seven and six with a tiebreaker over the Jets based on win percentage in conference games. So Jets are loitering on the outside looking in. And the Lions are also loitering a game and a half out of the last playoff spot. Anyway, the winner of that game takes a step forward and maybe takes a, a gets a bit of a leg up on coach of the year. Yeah, sole possession of second. For coach of the year, yeah. Kyle Mikey, beat writer for the Lions, tweeted out the following. The Lions were always building towards 2023. This is a link to a story he wrote on MLM. Lions were always building towards 2023 and beyond. This year was always about next year. But the rebuild has arrived early, and the future looks brighter than ever. For that, Dan Campbell should be among the favorites for Coach of the Year. Well, he is. Now. (laughs) Thanks to uh, you crazies out there. Which is, it's hard to believe how far they have come. This is the same year that an owner publicly went to bat for the coach. Said, hey, we believe in this guy. The the, the thing that people think is the curse and the and the kiss of death when that owner publicly backs you, people say, Oh, there it is, a kiss of death. The owner publicly backed him. And here he is, seven, eight weeks later near the top of the list for NFL Coach of the Year. Now, is that because we went crazy here in Detroit, or does he actually deserve it? He actually deserves it. The 201 thing was ridiculous. Well, it was predicated, though, even when uh, Jordan called in and said, hey, guys, Dan Campbell's 201 right now to win the uh, Coach of the Year. I think if he wins, he wins out, and they, they get close to making the playoffs, this right. might be a good value bet. So they had done already, started to get better, right? They're already playing better. But he was also seeing the future as, hey, if they continue to win, this is a good value. They've won a game, another game. They won against the Vikings, a, a really, you know, with a good record, right? At the least, you could say about the Vikings. They got a good yep. record. Then, yeah. Then everyone's like, wait a second. He does have a chance at coach year, and then the money starts pouring in before that. And so, yeah, this is legit. You're right, Doug. It's the same year where, you know why the owner had to come out and say something, something about his job security? Yeah. It's because that's how bad the team was. They were that bad. This year. that They had to come on and be like, yeah, I believe in him. We're staying the course. And then within the same year, they flipped the script completely. So the story that, that Kyle Mikey wrote links to a Q&A. Um, you know, when fans send in questions, and one of the fans said, uh, said if they went out as Dan Campbell, the coach of the year, and Kyle Mikey makes his case, and he says they've gone from the worst team in the league to one of the NFL's hottest. If they were, if they were to win out, that would be a nine and one finish from a team that was coming off back to back to back seasons where they were dead last before starting this one, one and six two. They are also doing it with a quarterback that was left for dead by Los Angeles in a defense that is starting four rookies. Campbell probably needs three or four more wins to edge out Nick Sirianni whose team has lost just once all year. But if they do it, yeah, Campbell can start carving out a spot for the trophy on his mantle. Now, I I don't know. I mean, does Dan Campbell care about this? Is he coaching for this? Probably not. I I can't. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy, and nor do I think 
it, it's a cool bullet point on your resume. It certainly helps with job security. It helps if you're ever looking for a job. Hey, this guy was once coach of the year, but I would imagine it's way down his list of priorities. And quite frankly, it's down even with my dollar. <laughs> it's down my list of priorities too. I want to see him finish strong and really carry the momentum into the offseason. And, you know, some people don't believe, and I think Mike has lectured me a little bit about how momentum doesn't carry over. And he's he's got some compelling points, but it's not even I, – I don't, I don't know the, the momentum. I, it's hard to deny when you're winning with young players playing a more and more prominent role. It seems like every single week – a few weeks ago, James Houston started to make an impact. Now we see Jamison Williams starting to make an impact. Remember when Josh Pascal debuted and made an impact? And Kirby Joseph, not from moment one, has been coming on. And Aiden Hutchinson has been getting better as the year has gone on. And they're not all rookies. Aleem McNeil, right? I mean, there's so many young players that are starting to show an upward trajectory that I do think this momentum will carry over. If they have a great offseason, and I'm talking about the current Lions, you know, go to work and and basically take cues from Amon Ross St. Brown, who by all accounts is just like a an absolute dog in the gym. Nobody works harder. And then take advantages of the resources that you have. And boy, do they have plenty. With cap space and draft capital to make a significant jump forward. So just thought we'd update you on the, the whole coach of the year thing that, that I think in large part, the listeners of this show, some of you are responsible for. With that said, I've said on the air a couple of times, don't be surprised if they trade. They trade one of these draft picks, one of these high draft picks for a veteran player. It's the Rams formula. And Brad Holmes, who came from the Rams organization as a director of college scouting, has used some of his skill set to find gems in the draft. But he also watched, as Les Snead, the GM there, traded draft picks for established players. And this might be the time to start doing that this offseason. So I workshopped some trade ideas. Kang, did you hate them all? I didn't hate them. I just wouldn't (laughs) have done them, Doug. (laughs) Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.